So here we are, the penultimate episode of Magic Talks for 2020. Um, episode 27. I looked at what episode this was, it's kind of, I thought maybe we're 24, 25, and then it's like, no, episode 27. Uh, that means 27 weeks of listening to my voice. If you listen to all of them up to this point, thank you very much. I do appreciate everyone who listens to it. Uh, the next one after this one will be on Christmas Day. Um, not quite sure what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to have a bit of fun. Um, so if you are alone or not sure what to do on Christmas Day, there will be a podcast not to worry about that. Uh, and at the moment, I am so looking forward to Thursday. Um, I'm like a kid at Christmas. Find out why by listening to episode 27. Here it comes, episode 27 of Magic Talks. Magic Talks, Magic Man London. Welcome to Magic Talks, hosted by Magic Man London. Before we begin the main conversations of the podcast, can I just apologise for the number of times I said 27 in that intro? I haven't counted it, but it's more than there should be. I wouldn't... Anyway, uh, how are you? How's your week been? Are you all ready for Christmas? Have you decided what you're doing? Are you having the family over? Or are you kind of spending it with your immediate people that you live with? What's going on? Who really knows? At the time of recording this, London is now in tier three, which seems bizarre. So if anyone can explain to me how bars, restaurants and theatres have to close, even though they're the ones that have taken all the provisions to make it as safe as possible, but millions of people can still go shopping. It doesn't make sense. Um, I was in London the other day meeting a I'll tell you what, I'll talk about this now. So I went up to Covent Garden the other day to meet a friend for a drink, obviously outdoors, and we had some mulled wine, mulled cider. It was lovely. London looked lovely in terms of all the Christmas decorations. For those of you that have seen Covent Garden, it does look beautiful. They had the big baubles. Um, Check out my Instagram, I put a picture of them on, rather than me trying to describe them from memory. Uh, they had the big Christmas trees, uh, the tree in Trafalgar Square didn't look great, I didn't even take a photo of it, but then I went to the city, Somerset House, um, on my journeys, and it didn't feel like the London I know and love. No tourists, which was quite apparent how many tourists we normally have in London. Um, but it didn't have the feel, it looked Christmassy, but it didn't feel Christmassy. It's a bit like calling a house a home. Um, a house is something you live in. It's like, it's got walls and a roof and everything and a front door. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Don't know why I question that. And then there's everything that makes it a home. Kind of the people in it, the little knickknacks you've got around the house and everything like that. So it was really nice catching up with her, having a drink looking around town, but I can't wait until hopefully next year where London picks up again to the amazing city that it is. Um, so that was my little whirlwind trip to London. Um, while we're on the subject of London, um, oh, I'm so excited. Uh, on Thursday, I am meeting people, like real people. Um, why am I so excited about it? Well. Let me tell you, at the beginning of lockdown, 
I joined a group on LinkedIn full of event professionals uh, and we have a weekly coffee morning on Zoom and we support each other, they put jobs up and everything like that. Um, and then we had the last one of this year on Wednesday, so it's the day I'm recording it. And rather than having a guest, we had like a Christmas quiz and it was so much fun and we laughed and this is kind of, we've all become really good friends and most of us have never met in real life, we've literally met online. So there are massive highs to this lockdown and this current situation we're in. If you go back to, I think, the previous episode or the one before that, I talk about all the stuff I've done this year. If you haven't listened to that, go and give it a listen. Um, but in quick summary, I've done, I started a podcast, I've taken up photography again. Um, I've met amazing people. I reckon I've met more people online and made better, more connections than I normally would in a year at home all kind of normal gigs, because everyone's in the same boat. Uh, and on Thursday, we are having a site visit for a venue in London, which is allowed under tier three, because it's a COVID secure venue, and we're following all the guidelines and everything like that. There's less than 30 of us, but I'm getting to meet them. So when we finish the Zoom today, it's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And it's just kind of, it feels like being a kid at Christmas, like, waiting for Santa to arrive, but you're getting a Christmas present early. Um, I, I'm, oh, I just can't wait to meet them. Yes, there'll be no hugs or anything like that, but it's like, you know what? Just seeing someone in the real world, interacting with them in the real world, not going, can you see me? Are you on mute? Uh, we can't hear you. It's like, <laughs> like I mentioned before, a modern day seance. Just having that chat in a safe environment, doing what we love. Um, I'm going to do some magic for them. Um, and they went, do you need anyone to like touch anything when you're doing the magic? I was like, no, I've come up with social distance magic that works. I've got my way around it. Um, I'll put some fire in there. Don't worry, you don't need to inform health and safety. Um, but yeah, I am buzzing off the ceiling at the moment. Um, just so looking forward to it. I'm gonna try and find a Santa's hat before I get up there tomorrow. There must be somewhere, just a fun one. So when we do take some pictures, it's like, yeah, but I'm putting my whole magic gear on, like my jacket, my, my shoes, everything. And it's like, oh, yeah. So meeting people in the real world, um, meeting this lovely lot tomorrow, and I just can't wait. Um, while we're on the subject of meeting people, <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm, I'm not sorry, I'm just, it's, it's good news after the year we've had with all the highs and the lows, actually seeing these people is going to be an early Christmas present um, and it doesn't cost anything which is beautiful. So I was walking the dog in Richmond Park the other day just for context um, and the dog ran ahead and there was a husband and wife and their three kids um, and the dog started playing with each other and I was wearing wearing my Madman London jacket and uh, we started talking she's like oh you must be a magician, or what gave it away? <laughs> um, so I said, do you want to see some magic? Oh, we'd love to. Um, so I did a quick coin trick and a quick card trick, and they loved it, and it's like, that's what I, the buzz I got from that, the, this kind of the feeling inside of, this is what magic has the power to do. No matter how bad your day is, seeing live magic just, 
makes all those problems float away. Even if for a split second you're not thinking about like the bad things or the things you have no control over. That's another thing. With everything going on, and I, I used to be like this and I'm getting much better at it, if stuff is happening that we have no control over, like London going into Tier 3, not seeing our friends and everything, there's nothing we can do about it, so there's no point stressing about it. Only focus on the stuff that you can actually change yourself. Um, yeah, so I did some magic for them, I gave them a business card, because it's like, you never know. Uh, and if you remember in the previous episodes, I always say, make sure you listen to people. So they're walking away and they say to their kids, "Out, I'm walking the other way but I can still hear them. It's like, it's not every day you meet a real magician. And that one sentence, just kind of, from the feeling I had inside from showing them the magic, just like doubled it. It's just like, what is it actually like to meet a magician? Because I kind of practice it every day and like normally everyone gets to see something when I'm out and about. I think we kind of, or I, I do, I think we forget how important magic is. Um, just putting a smile on someone's face. If you want a smile on your face, there was a fantastic film you've got to watch. Um, it's really old, but it's one of those movies that you can't help but laugh. Uh, with Robin Williams called Patch Adams. Um, and he goes on about kind of the best medicine in the world is making people happy, making people laugh. And I couldn't agree with it more. So yeah, Patch Adams, I think you can find it. I think it's either on Amazon Prime, like the TV, or Netflix. Uh, search for it. Thank me later. Uh, it's a great film. Moving on from that. Uh, oh no, we're not moving on. Um, I want to know your thoughts. So, have you ever seen Magic Live? How did it make you feel inside? And in your eyes, what constitutes a real magician rather than just somebody who does tricks? it's a question that I keep on meaning to ask and I keep on forgetting like, on social media and stuff, but like, I will put it on um, before Christmas because I'm genuinely intrigued what people think a magician is or what a magician means to other people. Um, if they can have 1% of the feeling I get from it, fantastic. Um, as I mentioned before, I think everyone should see live magic at least once in their life just to experience it. The amount of people I've met in the past who go, oh no, I don't like magic, and I've shown them something that isn't a card trick, but it's it's normally the stick trick. Um, that's another thing the people in the group haven't seen. They've heard me talk about it, but they've never seen it. Um, so tomorrow they get a live performance, um, which I can't wait. Uh, it'll be like the 18th, 8,000th time I've done it, or something like that. I've lost count, I've been doing it for years. Um, so yeah. Let me know, drop me a message on Instagram or something, just search for Magic Man London. What is it, do you have a memory of meeting a magician in real life? How did it make you feel? Um, and more importantly, what constitutes a real magician for you rather than just somebody who does tricks? Let me know, uh, I'd be fascinated to know your answers. Um, another thing I've done this week is I gave blood the other day. It literally takes an hour out of your day. And at the moment, it's twofold. Uh, number one, it's nice to get out of the house and actually talk to people. Um, and you never know who you're speaking to. So the nurse who took my blood, 
Um, her daughter worked an event for one of the big drunks companies. Obviously got made redundant at the beginning of the year. So I mentioned the group that I belong to. Uh, gave her my Instagram going, look, she needs any advice or anything like that. Drop me a message and I'll put her in contact with certain people. Um, we're all in this together. And it's all about networking and communicating with people. And as I was wearing my Magic Man jacket and Magic Man t-shirt, at the end when you're sitting down having your biscuits, because that's, let's be honest, it's one of the reasons you give blood, rather than just going in, doing it, leaving. Um, you have a nice like, glass of water. You normally, they used to do coffee, but they don't want you sitting down for ages at the moment because of this COVID thing. Um, <laughs> but I end up doing magic for people. Um, just like the old card trick, coin trick, and a one with the white stick. And yeah, it was just kind of, it was really nice to perform for people again and get real world reactions. Um, because we were drinking, they didn't have their masks on because obviously you can't drink through a mask. So you're seeing that whole facial expression, which is what we're missing at the moment when we go out and meet people. Those, the smiles and the grins and everything, you just can't see them through the mask. Not the biggest problem in the world, but it shows you how much how valuable our facial expressions are. Um, so that was my good deed yesterday. Let's cross that one off the list. God, we're flying through today, going a bit too quickly. Um, on Saturday morning, so the Saturday, like, last, last Saturday, that's what I meant, um, I did a masterclass on Zoom at 10 o'clock in the morning. Not normally up that early with my brain switch on Saturday morning, but you're asking, what masterclass is this that you did? Well, so I've mentioned in a previous episode a girl called Juliet Tripp, who is, hang on, let me look her up on Instagram. She's an international events uh, speaker. She's a coach and everything like that. Check her out on Instagram. Just search for Juliet Tripp Events. Um, that's Juliet, J-U-L-I-E-T-T-R-I-P-P events. Um, and you'll find all about it on there. But she did a masterclass called Make It Happen Masterclass. Um, talking about setting goals, how to accomplish them, tactics and actions you can do to kind of get there quicker. Uh, she did a free one a couple of weeks ago that was really good. And this one went more in depth. That, that's another thing. Um, there's loads of free events online and, and they are they're great, they're full of useful information. But I think occasionally, if we have to pay something towards it, even if it's like a fiver, because we're putting a value on it, like we've put money towards it, I think it goes in a bit more. We work towards it that time a bit more. Um, so I thought, right, what do I want to do? What are my goals for next year? Um, and I've got a notepad full of things I want to do but this is this is that doesn't make these are my three goals for next year number one I want to have my own tv show I've talked about it for long enough and I'm now in the mindset of I'm gonna have my own I've got my own show so that's one thing we can do to start straight away rather than going I want this um one thing she's she suggests doing god that's a lot of s's is putting it in your mindset and writing down your goals each day in the tense that you've already accomplished it. So I've got my own TV show. 
Um, and then she says, you need to get specific. So I'm working on the name of it at the moment and I did, and I, and it's going to be on Sky, uh, 8 p.m. on a Saturday. That's where I see it, so that's what I'm working towards. Name, still got to come up with it. There's still a long way to go, but I'm now taking baby steps. So, having my own TV show, number one. Uh, number two, designing my own pack of cards. So I've got a new pack of cards coming out next year. I'm talking to designers at the moment. I'm going to look into using Kickstarter so people can get hands get their hands on the cards quicker. Um, I'm running around with a few different ideas of kind of how I want the pack to look in my head. But I've already started to work on that. There are still a number of days less left for December 2020. Rather than waiting until January to start it, and I'll be talking about goals and resolutions in a minute, um, it's like, right, it's still time in 2020 to get the ball rolling. Let's get a basic design. Let's get talking to people. Um, and the third one is I'm going to be performing at more high-end events all around the world. So rather than just staying in the UK for most of the events, I'm now going to be travelling all around the world, exploring the world, travelling, but performing magic while I'm at it. So it's the best of both worlds. So those are my three goals for next year. Yes, I could set 15 goals, but then I think you just kind of lose track of some of them. Well, here are my, here are my top three that I want to accomplish. And one thing she mentioned, and it was really good to hear, she went, if you set these goals and you say, I want to do these by April and stuff happens that you have no control over and it's delayed, okay. It's, it's a road, it's a speed bump in the road. You can get over it. Um, for example, she wanted to travel more this year because of COVID, that wasn't possible. But it's uh, due to circumstances outside her control. There was nothing she can do. So what's the point of worrying about it? Just delay it. It's like, right, I can do it next year or I can do it in three months' time, whatever. Write down your goals each day in the tense that you've already achieved them. Um, let me put the iPad away before I kind of waffle on with that bit anymore. So this got me thinking about goals versus resolutions. And I see so many people make the same mistakes each year. Goals and resolutions are two very different things. Uh, a New Year's resolution is, oh, I want to join the gym, I want to work out, I want to do this, this and this. Most people who set their goals in Jan uh, resolutions in January might last three weeks, maybe a month, but we can guarantee by February they're like, oh, I can't be bothered. Because it's not something you really want to do. It's kind of you're putting too much thought onto it. It's like, I want to do this, I want to do that. Rather than sitting down going, right, what do I actually want to do? Like with me, my three goals. Uh, this is what I want to do, and then write down why you want to do them. Right, let me get the notepad, because the notepad's got lots of useful little tips on it. Um, I'm not going to give them all away, because I'm just not, but let me look up some of them. One second, bear with me. So, found them. I, I paused it rather than me just having silence for a minute. Um, one quote that I found, I heard it years ago, but it's kind of is what I kind of stand for. It's that if you really want something, you'll find a way. If you don't really want to do it, you, you'll find an excuse. Um, and then I went through the wins that I've done this year. So I started a podcast. Uh, I took up photography and made new friends and contacts online. Um, and then I'm looking forward to next year. I'm like feeling good and excited and stuff like that. Uh, da -da -da. So 
one thing I learned from it, one thing, one of the big things I took away is I need to be held accountable more. So when I say I'm going to do something, I've got to actually commit to it and stick to it. Because um, there's some days where you go, oh, do I really kind of be bothered today? Um, at the moment, I'm doing the couch to 5K, but I'm doing it on the exercise bike. Um, there's some mornings I wake up and it's like, oh, can't be bothered today. But then I get my gym kit on, I get on the bike, put a podcast on, listen to that. And the hardest part of starting it is just getting on the bike in the first place. The second you're on it, that half an hour flies past. So yeah, if you want to do something, do it and stick to it. You'll thank me later. Another thing to mention is I want to achieve X by Y. Um, and more importantly, why do you want to do it? Why do I want to have a pack of cards? Why do I want to have a TV show? Um, the list goes on. Um, and see what you've already got access to. So all of us have amazing contacts and people we can speak to. We have more resources than we're actually fully aware of. If you write them down, you'll find out you've got a lot of people that help. So she went um, kind of with a celebrating your wins, obviously, and the act if mindset. So act like it's already happened. So I've got my own TV show. It's on Saturday night on Sky um, at 8 p.m. And I'm going to go deeper. Uh, in that kind of, what's the name of it? What sort of people do I want on so and so? Packs of cards. What do I want to have from the pack? Um, what sort of design am I going for? And just take each step as it comes. When you take baby steps, the baby steps make up the big steps. Um, I hope that makes sense. Well, it makes sense to me. So if it makes sense to me, and I understand that, hopefully you do too. If you don't, drop me a message. Um, so yeah, goals versus resolutions, almost ditch your resolutions, because I don't think they work. They're scientifically proven to fail, pretty much. So set your goals. Let me know what your goals are. So drop me a message. Um, and if necessary, I can mention them. If you put your name on it and you don't mind me sharing them on the podcast, I can write down, I can say them out loud. Because the second you write them down and you share it with people, it kind of, it means you have to do it, because people will ask. So I think this just about sums up uh, this episode before we get into the magic stories. At the moment, if, if you can see my bedroom, it's kind of, it's an organized mess. And I, I love that saying, it's an organized mess. Um, there is wrapping paper on the floor, there are card, packs of cards all over the floor for different reasons. There's magic books, there's, my desk There's literally enough space for the phone to record the podcast. Uh, we've got, Lava lamps, lights, sponge balls, coffee, water. Um, it's a bit of a mess, but I know where everything is. Is anyone else like that? And bear with a minute, we have a quick drink. Mm. That's better. It's only really nice been speaking for nearly 20 to, 22 minutes exactly now. And I hadn't had a drink apart from my coffee. But water somehow seems better. Um, but you can guarantee by Christmas, and we'll all look nice and pretty again. Um, so yeah, are you all set for Christmas? Have you got all your wrapping done? Or are you in the group of, we've got the wrapping done, uh, we've got the presents we haven't wrapped. Or are you still worried that some presents might not arrive in time for Christmas? Little story before I go on to the magic story of the week, because this isn't really a magic story. So we made the decision a few weeks ago not to have the family over for Christmas. So that's my brother, my sister and their families and everything. It's like, it's not, we've come this far this year. My mum 
had surgery five weeks ago, so she's still kind of recovering from that. My dad's over 70. So it's just like, look, we've come this far following all the guidelines, doing it safely. Is it really worth risking it for one day or maybe two? No. <laughs> Simple answer. But it's saying we still got to exchange Christmas presents. So the other day, uh, I dropped my sister a text going, any idea what you want for Christmas? This was, I think, a day before we were due to change presents over. Um, so I went on Amazon, found a book that she wanted, ordered it. And then my mum went, we were going through the Christmas list. And said, like, oh, don't forget you got Katie this. So, oh, right. So quickly went on to Amazon, cancelled the order. Luckily, cancelled it just in time. Um, luckily, it wasn't the same day delivery because I would have probably had to return it. Um, but yeah, if you've got a Christmas present you're giving to people, make sure you write a list. Um, Santa writes his list, so should we. <laughs> so my dad and I drove down to see my brother in a pub car park. Uh, the pub wasn't open yet. Um, it looked a tiny bit dodgy, but it's kind of it's the only way of doing it safely. So out in the fresh air, two cars, um, basically opened up the car, swapped our presents over, um, and then we didn't do a Zoom like on Christmas Day so we can see the kids opening up the Christmas presents. And then we caught up with my sister in a pub. Uh, they had like these outdoor gazebos with heaters. It was lovely. So there was my sister and her two kids. Her husband was at home doing bits around the house. Uh, my dad and I all around the table and it was really nice um, good to see them and again we'll do like a big zoom or something like that that'll probably be the last zoom of the year um, and I think we're all pretty much fed up with zooms now we just want to meet people uh, and then we changed Christmas presents over so that's all sorted um, and the one thing I don't like about Instagram and Facebook at the moment it keeps on popping up memories it's like remember when you did this two years ago or this a year ago and it's all the Christmas parties it's like I'm not sharing that Stop it, you should know. Um, anyway, I am waffling on a tiny bit about that. It should have only been a short story. But here comes the penultimate magic story of the week for 2020. Uh, enjoy. Here comes magic story of the week. Magic story of the week. So it would appear from messages I've got about the podcast, people I've been speaking to, everyone seems to like the magic that happens at the airport with all the magic stories. We've had the highly flammable thing through airport security. We've had the car through the window that was in kind of one of the early days. Um, there were so many stories. It could basically be a podcast all by itself. Um, but this week's magic story at the airport all revolves around Mickey Mouse. Um, Mickey Mouse at an airport, you're thinking, oh, maybe there's somebody dressed up. Oh, no. No, that, that's far too obvious. So, let me give you a slight backstory on how I got into this situation. So, before I became a professional magician many years ago, I used to work in security and we had amazing contacts up at the airport. Um, I'm not saying their names because I don't think it adds anything to the story. But they could get us into certain places and with the security pass we had, when we were working, we could get into most places. But when we weren't on holiday, we weren't allowed to use our security passes or fast track our way through security or anything. We had to be, in a magician sense of the word, we had to be muggles. We couldn't use any of our magical powers or contacts. It, in theory. So, um, I'm going up to the airport on holiday and I get up to the airport and... For some reason, um, I was flying, 
for some reason, the lounge that I normally go in was full, but you could still go in, but there were too many people. But Virgin Atlantic had a really nice first class lounge with like massages and just kind of, it was heaven. You, you got to the airport like three hours before just to fully enjoy the lounge. If any of you have ever been to the Virgin Lounge at Heathrow, you'll know what I'm on about. It's, it's like heaven before you get on a flight. But I've only got a club class ticket for British Airways because that's who I'm flying with. It's like, okay. So uh, I called up my contact going, hiya. And she went, hi, aren't you into on holiday? I went, yeah, I need a favour. Um, I said, I'm trying to get into the first class lounge, like Virgin first class lounge. And the girl I know who normally works on the desk there isn't in today. So she, because normally she could get me in. And I was like, oh, bear with me a minute. I was like, okay. So I put the phone down. A few minutes later, she calls back going, right, um, walk up. And she goes, they'll go, hi, can I help? And it's like, I'm here to see um, Mickey Mouse. So, ah, oh, okay, we're using Mickey. So I go up to the desk and the woman goes, hi, how are you? It's like, I'm good, I'm good, thanks. Um, she went, can I see your boarding pass? So I get my boarding pass out and it's got <laughs> um, Heathrow to Nice, British Airways. And she went, you're in the wrong lounge. Um, I said, oh, I said, I know it's got David on the ticket but the name on like the official list is Mickey Mouse. And she looked at me and goes, ah, Mickey Mouse, good to have you back again. In you go. Um, and there was somebody standing behind me and I'm not sure whether they were coming in the lounge, but I think they were trying to work out a way of getting in because by the looks of them and the way they were dressed and everything, I don't think they were flying first in Virgin. It, I know this is stereotyping, but it's true. And then as I'm walking in, I hear a chat kind of get his, Boarding pass. He goes to get his boarding pass out as I look around. I was like, name? And he went, Donald Duck? I like, oh God, he hasn't got a clue. Maybe this is someone. So I wait a minute and she went, I'm afraid Donald Duck's already in. And it's just like, it's just that moment of just thinking that would work. It's like, it was obvious I've set something up. So I go into the lounge uh, and it's nice and quiet because it's only in the morning. And one of the women in there recognised me because I go in, used to go in a fair bit when I was up at the airport. And she goes, David, how are you? I was like, I'm good, thanks. She went, who are you picking up? Because occasionally we used to pick clients up from there if there was an issue or something. So like, no, I'm, I'm on holiday. And she went, where are you going? So I'm, I'm going to France for a couple of weeks. And she went, Virgin don't, and she went, ah, she went, who are you today? I said, I'm Mickey Mouse. And she's like, cool. Uh, she went, in order for Mickey Mouse to stay in, uh, you've got to show me a trick. It's like, fine. Um, so <laughs> I did a magic trick for her. I had a massage. I had a nice drink and everything. Got all relaxed. And then got a message on my phone going, by the way, uh, your flight's like, it's just started boarding uh, up at the gate. It's like, okay. Because when you're in the Virgin Lounge, it doesn't have all the other flights. It just has the Virgin flights for obvious reasons. Why would you have British Airways, EasyJet? on a board in the Virgin Lounge when you can only get in there if you're flying Virgin. Um, I was like, oh, I'm fine. I was like, where the Virgin Lounge is, the gate was literally like a two minute walk. So I had another quick drink um, and then walked down. Got on the flight and uh, got on the flight so relaxed. It's kind of, you know when you have a massage or something like that and you're so relaxed but you still want to enjoy the flight and everything because flying club, it's quite nice to get a little... Back then you got a little meal and everything like that. Um, so yeah, that is the story of 
uh, Mickey Mouse at the airport. <laughs> There's a sentence I never thought I'd say in the podcast. Uh, something did happen on the flight afterwards, um, but I'm going to save that for another episode because that's another magic story. In the meantime, uh, I hope you have a good week, get everything ready for Christmas. Uh, there'll be another episode coming out on Christmas Day that will be a bit of fun. I might do a few. I might do like two or three magic stories. I'll put some magic jokes in um, and just some normal jokes, like the really bad jokes that are so bad they're actually quite good. Um, so yeah, I'm going to start working on that soon obviously because it's out next week uh if there's anything special you want in it let me know and i will be sure to add it uh but that is it for episode 27 of magic talks uh thank you so much for listening hope you enjoyed it uh don't forget to follow me on instagram just search for magic man london or one word and yeah that is it look after yourselves stay safe and uh i will see you all next week for episode 28 of magic talks on christmas day take care bye magic talks magic man london